But it's a big day at Sandown. Joining me to go through the card, Harry White. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. How have we found the program of racing at Sandown today? I quite like it. Um, look, according to RSN's Twitter, I'm tipping up a storm today, so let's get the job done and bag plenty of winners between yourself and me. First event on the program is a hurdle, a benchmark 120 hurdle. This is a really good field, uh, over 3,400 metres. Six Will Johnny's the scratching. Mawani Machine 240 in favourite. Bud Fox 420, Eckhart 440, Wolftone 650. Out and Dreaming is a $13 chance. Well, Harry, if you're tipping up a storm, you need to tip the first winner. Who do we like in the benchmark 120 hurdle? Yeah, well, look, it's no secret that you're better at the jumps than I, Brendan, but it is a good field. I'm going with Bud Fox. I really liked his debut jumps win two back and thought he was really good at Warrnambool in a flat race behind Sign Seal Deliver, who then ran second to Heart of Passants at Flemington yesterday. A jumps troll in the interim was sound. It is a good, even race. He's the way I'm leaning. Moani Machine justified a $1.75 quote at the Bull to knock off a maiden hurdle win after a really solid flat run at Flemington when first up beforehand. Eckhart beat Allbar Valak last start, which is a handy form reference. That horse goes around in race two. And Wolf Tone, uh, a favourite of ours, ran really well first up in a flat race. Has had a jumps troll in the interim. Must be a chance too. Seven five four three. Seven five four three from Harry on Wolf, with Wolf Tone here number three. Uh, he's a good run on the flat at Geelong. His jumps trials have been solid. Go back to I know he's early on in his preparation, but go back to Grand National Hurdle Day last year, and he toyed with the Statesman and Instigator. They've both won feature jumps races early on in the season. Uh, if he's fit enough, I think he's a good each way bet. There's been some support for him down into six dollars fifty now, but uh, I think Wolf Tone can go very close in the first. And beat number four, Eckhart, he'd probably like it uh, a little bit softer. Of course, the, the jumps course in the soft range. That Valak form is uh, is really, really strong. Uh, four, five in for third, Mawani Machine. He was just lucky that he had more flat ability than them at the Warnable because uh, he didn't jump the best and he won't get away with mistakes in this field, but I still think he can fill a placing. And then Double Bluff had the race at his mercy uh, last week at Cam. Uh, Castadon, uh, after running fifth in the Galleywood. Uh, it was a nice enough run there in the Galleywood. He comes back to the 120 here after that issue at Castadon where the, the panel was down and uh, he just got a little unsighted and uh, he'll be running well again today. But uh, pretty keen wolf tone each way in race number one. Three, four, five and one for me in the first. The Ladbrokes Australian Hurdle is the second on the card. Scratching here is Robbie Star number three, leaving us with a field of eight, but a good field of eight. Home by midnight, $2.50. Valak, $4.20. Instigator, 5 with Saunter Boy. The Statesman, 14 with Britannicus. Harry, who do you like in the Australian? I thought Instigator was really good in the Gallywood, considering he jumped a few uh, awkwardly. He didn't appreciate racing between horses throughout. He won easily two back, gives weight to the field, but meets some uh, better off that he... We're in that same race last start at the weights compared to last time they met. He's the one for me. Home by midnight in for second. Uh, he was good in the Warnable Cup, was just too far back in the run. Uh, strong run into second in the Terrain Cup prior. He's one jumps if it was an 11-length win last prep, so I can understand the market support. Valak made it two from two over the jumps last start. It's hard to knock that winning form. And Saunter Boy didn't jump that well at all in the Gallywood, but was... Uh, an even money favourite. His win prior to warrant that favouritism was good. One seven six five.
One seven six and five from Harry. I'm with Six Valak. I think he's a star. Uh, he's been very good in both his hurdle runs. Uh, he beat Eckhart at Warnable. Eckhart's no slouch. He's going to go pretty close in the first, you would think. And everywhere Tom Ryan puts him, he just toes himself into the race. I think he'll be even better with a better class of horse in front of him. Uh, Tom Ryan can keep him covered up. I think he'll be looking to come off the bridle just before the last, and uh, he should be too good for them. Seven home by midnight. He's only hurdle start. He bolted up at uh, Ballarat back in August on bottomless ground. Uh, his trials have been good over the hurdles. His runs on the flat have been good. Uh, he won't be too far off there like you wouldn't have thought. One instigator goes in for uh, third. He was really good at packing him. Then ran a big race in the Galleywood coming from a long way back. But he does have to give away a lot of weight to some up-and-coming hurdlers. And then five saunter boy will need to jump better than he jumped at Warnable. But uh, he's next best. Six, seven, one and five for mine in race number two. The Australian Steeplechase is race number three on the program. And the scratchings here are four, Mr. Coyne. And seven, it's Cachise. The uh, favourite Michelin at $2, bit of a land, $2.90, riding high, $4.60, Rexmont, 9 Jamison, $34. Michelin, the favourite here, Harry, you're sticking with him? Yeah, I was going to say, surely we both are. Uh, after you wandered up to me at Warrnambool and told me that it was the bed of the carnival um, and he got the chocolates, that earned me a handful of free beers. Uh, thanks to you. I know you were keen on him there. I'm just as keen on him this time around. I'm sticking solid. Bit of a lad. Ran well day one of the carnival, then didn't back up. Uh, in the grand annual, he's the class horse of the race. That's reflected by how much weight he gives rivals. Riding high, actually went around uh, firmer in the market than Michelin in that same race. Knuckled over a jump and had to navigate a fallen runner and then was eased out of the race. He's in the mix and Rexmont will lead and get every chance. Looks to be best of the remaining runners. 2-1-5-3. 2153 Michelin on top for me. Uh, they bet really good odds at Warnable. If you go back and have a look through his battles with Flying Agent, he deserves to be much shorter than that. He deserves his $2 quote here. And uh, just a shame Flying Agent's not in the field. They would have had a tremendous battle. Uh, he'll be winning this race. He's a very, very good jumper. Aaron Mitchell gave him a terrific steer at his first come over the big fences. And uh, I think he'll be winning this. Bit of a lad in for second. Uh, number one, he came off an annual last. <coughs> year to win this carrying 70 uh, with no Briley, with the Briley run on the same day as the annual last year he didn't get a chance to run in that he'll be fitter, he just doesn't get that 505, the uh, 5,500 of the annual, that last 500 uh, seems to find him out a bit but uh, he'll be there, he'll be there for a long way but he's just conceding too much weight to uh, a really good chaser in the making, in for third, Rexmont good on speed at Packenham when he was able to win, uh, he ran a good race in the Dunro behind Michigan Michelin, keen on Michelin, you've got to respect Rexmont, and then riding high, didn't think he was that great over the hurdles at Packenham, he did have excuses at uh, at Warnable, but by the time uh, he ran into that fallen runner, Michelin was, was off and gone with Rexmont at the head, he had, he had too much work to do, regardless from back where he was, but uh, he can improve here, 2-1-3-5 and five for mine in the Australian steeplechase. Race number four on the program, this is for the two-year-old fillies, there are no scratches here as we revert to the lakeside track. The favourite Cardigan Queen $3, Design Artist 440, Liberty Fire 460 with uh, Ainchi Sirius and then Kira Cat $8.50. Found this a, a really tricky race, Harry? Yeah, uh, concur with that statement. I 
I really like the recent jump out of the Besutton Young debutante, Liberty Fire. So that's the way I'm going. She just made up so much ground in a jump out under minimal effort. I'm just excited to see what she's got when she's actually asked uh, for an effort. Cardigan Queen is the obvious danger. Two seconds in two career runs. They've both been rock solid. She looks well-placed and is hard fit. Ain't she serious? Was okay in her first prep. Had market support in both runs. A recent jump out was sound enough. And design artist scratched earlier in the week in preference to here. A shown ability as well in what looks to be a fairly even race. 5163. Race number four on the program, on with Design Artist number three. Like the way it closed off, a Packenham jump out comes to the races for the first time. Good draw for Benny Allen. Five in for second, Liberty Fire. Harry's outlined the case. There was a really strong uh, closing effort in a Cranbourne jump out. Uh, for third, number six, Ain't She Serious, uh, resumes, has that racetrack experience, jump out was okay. And then number four, Kira Cat giving a little sneaky chance to, like the way she got to the line at Geelong in a race that was really dominated by the leaders. Ollie rode the winner of that race and he takes a ride on Kira Cat today. Uh, I think she'll be hitting the line hard if they do overdo it at the top of proceedings. Three, five, six and four for mine in race number four. Race number five on the program is a benchmark. 78 over the 2100 metres with Jules here at 2, 7 and 9. Sean Trey $3.50. Shakespeare $4.20. Hostar $5.650. Savvy Lad. Chuckalack $8.50. And Print Ziggy a $17 chance with Light Pillar. Harry, how do we get the quarter off to a winning start? Um, hopefully with the favourite. I'm quite keen on Sean Trey. Was really good last start and a stronger race considering she had no favours in running when three wide throughout. Weight's kept relative with Lockie Nindorf riding, claiming two kilos. Hopefully he's still on a high after booting home Romancer at Cricket Score Odds yesterday. This horse has won multiple stakes races over in Perth, over similar distance ranges. I just think she's really well placed. Can be my best bet of the day. Savvy Lad gets the gun run. Should appreciate dropping back a shade in trip. He was chasing a hat-trick prior to last run. Shakespeare, I'm thinking, is destined for the jumps, but a first up run over the mile was good, and Hostar goes in as next best. 1-5-12-8. and 8, same four numbers, just a, a little adjustments on the placings, but I agree with Harry here. I think Sean Trey's the bit of the day uh, on the flat, competitive in stakes grade, won a Belmont Oaks third up in Perth. Uh, in its first prep and then placed at Group 3 level last time. Warnable run was just a forget. Had to cover ground wide on the turn. Wasn't the place to be all carnival and uh, and still did enough. I think Sean Trey will win and beat number 12, which is uh, Shakespeare. It's uh, had plenty of work, plenty of work trials and over the... F- over the hurdles and on the flat, and uh, it was a good return at Bendigo over 1,600 metres and has uh, no weight with Matty Lloyd taking the three kilos off. Five in for uh, third, which is Savvy Lad. Uh, probably like a, a little bit softer than uh, the good four, but uh, he's going to get a good run close to the speed from a low draw. And then Hostar, number eight, another one that probably would have uh, appreciated a little bit more sting out of the ground, gets a senior rider on today in Jamie Carr and will be fit a third up. One, twelve, five, and 8 in race number 5. Race number six on the program, and uh, this is uh, a benchmark 78 over 1,400 metres. Scratchings here from race six are 1, 6, 9, 11, 16 and 19. 
Corner Pockets, the tab fix favourite at $3.70. 18 Plantani, $5. $7 is the barman. B Hunter, $7.50. Left Hand Man, 11 14 0 Doubt. Designer Chef at 15 as is Maritiana. Who are we tipping in race six, Harry? Uh, corner Pocket, Brendan, just does not run a bad race. Is chasing a hat trick. This prep is unbeaten in his last four runs. Uh, he was tough at Warrnambool, and Chief Altony, who he beat first up, has since made an absolute mess of rivals at its next start. So the form's stacking up. Uh, wide draw is the knock, but if he gets across without overdoing it, I think he's hard to beat. Here's the barman. I uh, like that dominant first up win. Generally goes well second up too. Wide draw doesn't matter. He'll go back. It's just how far back. Uh, that could be the knock. Designer Chef was wide without cover last start, so had some excuses. I think best efforts are good enough, good enough to throw into the quaddy and calculations. And B Hunter will get back, be running on. I like that the stable have opted to kick off straight over seven furlongs this preparation. Seven, eight, two, ten. Seven eight two ten from Harry. I'm seven four three eight. I think there's a, a couple of roughies who can fill minor uh, places here, but I don't think they can beat Corner Pocket. Uh, after five on the bounce through two preparations, wide draw. I don't think it's going to matter too much. I think he'll get across without doing too much work, just as long as he doesn't overdo it himself. Uh, he was really good at Warnable. Knock knock got close to him, but they put a massive space on the rest of them. Uh, I think he can make it five on end and uh, and stay unbeaten this preparation. For Meritiana, putting in for uh, for second, getting close to a win, gets the blinkers today. Senior rider Paddy Maloney takes over, has a good draw. Uh, I don't think it'll be too far away. Nor will Design Rouge. Uh, good run at Caulfield in the gold sprint. Went to 1,300 here last time in an 84 and was just outweighted pretty much. Had a good run close to a slow tempo, but horses that he was conceding plenty of weight to got away from him late. Uh, if he can get up there close to the speed from a nice draw... Uh, and take advantage of Lockie King's claim. He won't be too far away at the finish, and here's the barman. Was good winning fresh, placed twice second up. 7-4-3-8 for mine in race number six. On to the seventh event on the program. This one for the three-year-olds. It is a benchmark 64 over 1,300 metres. Scratchings from the seventh event at 2, 3, 6, 7 and 13. Logan Street Line is the favourite at 250. Sir Davey, 350. Diamonds at 650. Foxy Freeda, 950. Just a tribute, $14, Harry. Uh, I'm going for a bit of value, Brendan, apart from the fact that 1,300 metres is somewhat of a query trip for number 12, Chosen Blonde. I just think the price on offer is over the odds for her. She beat all by Bo Rosser first up. That horse subsequently won the Group 2 Euclays in Adelaide, beating home Litchfield County. She then lost the rider, then pulled up with atrial fib relation, so a complete forgive job. I mean, she nearly beat home all banter last prep. Drawn to do no work for a forward spot in the run. Will Price claiming two kilos. At that price, I'm happy to play. Logan Street Lion, I was keen on when debuting, and then he very nearly made it two on the trot at Ballarat, but was held up. Tongue tie on, will be on speed, back in trip from the mile. Is the query if there is one. Sir Davey beat all bar sensationalisation after a first up maiden win, and Diamonds chasing a hat trick, you know, must be a chance as well. 12 the value ahead of 5 4 and 1. 12541 from Harry, chosen blonde, $19.440 on offer with the, the tab at the moment. I'm with Sir Davey here, number four, thought he was a good winner fresh at Swan Hill, did all the work for the winner at, uh, at Warnable, making the looping run and uh, sensationalisation, just locked onto his back and was able to get past him late. 
comes back to 1300 here. Uh, I don't think he'll be too far away. Had Matty Cartwright takes three kilos off, and uh, I uh, I think he can be winning this. Really trusting the warnable form through the program today. Logan Street line in for second was impressive at Geelong. Um, didn't see daylight till it was all over at Ballarat over the 1600 metres. Interesting that uh, 16 back to 13 though. Uh, Diamonds has been good both on and off the speed. On speed at Sale came with a big run to win at Packenham last time out racing in good form and then the uh, the last start maiden winner Foxy Frieda number 17 can go in for 4, 4, 5, 1 and 17 in race number 12. Final event on the program. This is a benchmark 70 over 1,200 metres. And the scratchings here from the last are runners 4, 5, 8, 14, 15, 16, 18 and 19. Tabfix favourite address, Melbourne, who resumes at $3.80. Fiery Red, 5. Uh, Releaser at $5.50. Free to move, 6 Piedra at $10. $12. Cello Doro and Just Folk at $14. Harry, how do we bring the curtain down at Sandown? Hopefully with number seven, Releaser. Uh, one nicely first up before a second to Lavina, who ran well yesterday. Uh, Villa Villa Coola, who ran third behind him last start, has since won two, albeit in a 64. He'll be forward in the run. Um, I just like the form around him. Address Melbourne, resumes Gelded, has trolled nicely leading into this prep. Uh, the form around him as well certainly stacks up and the market's keen on his chances. Free to move, strips fitter, will appreciate the extra trip, uh, as well as the easier calibre of race. And Boom Boom Becker, I think, can prove competitive enough to warrant putting into our quaddy. 7, 10, 12, 11. 17, 12, 11 for Harry. On with Releaser as well. It was a good run at Warnable. Uh, ran into a, a handy one in Lavina, who was beaten a length and a half yesterday. Harry's touched on that Villa Villa Cooler was able to win at Cranbourne on Friday night. That's good enough form for uh, Releaser to come here and win third up. In for second, number 10, address Melbourne. Uh, Resumes, given a solid hit out in the 1200 trial at, uh, at Cranbourne. Will be up on speed for a fair way. 17, Fiery Red has uh, a wide draw to overcome, but it'll be another one that'll be up there close to the speed. And then three, Just Folk. 17, 17 and three for mine in the final event on the program. Harry, your best bet, value bet, quaddy bet and play of the day for Australian Hurdle and Steeplechase Day at Sandown. I'll tell you what, Brendan, we're seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. I am filled with confidence now. Best bet, <laughs> race five, number one. Sean Treya, you said best of the day. I think best of the day. RSN listeners, get your tab apps out. Put the bet on. Value, race seven, number 12, chosen blonde. Quaddy, first leg at 1-5-12. Second leg, 2-7-8-10. Third leg, 1-4-5-12. Last leg, 7-10-11-12. Play of the day. Uh, I'll have an all-up in the jumps races. So uh, race two, number one, instigator into race three, number two, Michelin. Best of luck today, Harry. Thanks, Brendan. You too. The uh, best bet for me, as uh, Harry touched on, I think it's uh, Sean Treyer in race five, race five, number one. Uh, the uh, value bet, I think, is Wolf Tone. Price has disappeared a little bit, but was around the $8 mark. I thought that was a good each-way bet, now down to $6.50. Uh, but he can be the value bet today. Uh, play of the day, target the jumps races. Race one, number three, Wolf Tone will take him the place, or each-way, whatever you prefer, into race two, number six, Valley into race three at number two Michelin uh, for the quaddy uh, just take the four by uh, 
Three in the first leg, one five and twelve into three four seven eight into one four five seventeen into three seven ten and uh, seventeen. Uh, hope you've been able. To, hope we've been able to find you a winner. If we haven't, hopefully this man can from Racing dot com. Ben Ascari. Ben, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Brendan. How have we found the the program of racing at Sandown today? Uh, a best bet to kick us off. Well, we know the jumps. Uh, component of the program is very strong and I'm really looking forward to that some deep races particularly the BM 120 and the Australian Hurdle but probably not my area of expertise in trying to find a winner um, I think the scratchings helped me a little bit with trying to sort out a best bet on a day where I found it very very hard uh, going with Address Melbourne in the last race uh, returns gelded, trolled really nicely a couple of quiet jump outs, form last preparation was very good and could even be open to uh, to further improvement as a gelding so I think it's better than three dollars. He represents some uh, some nice value in the last. There is a, he's a, a bit of a value bet as a, a best bet, but uh, there's plenty of value around. Have you been able to uh, to lock in on any? Yeah, not a double figures. I, I settled. I haven't checked the the latest markers as to what she's into now, but I settled on diamonds in the seventh race, race seven, number one. Um, I've got a lot of time for Logan Street Line, but I thought perhaps he may be a little vulnerable back to 1,300 from a draw that could see him going back. I thought Diamonds might be able to posse up right behind the leaders. And, and at an each-way price, run a nice race. She's in flying form. She's tactically versatile. And, um, yeah, I think she can, uh, can, can give that race a good shake. She's had a fair bit of support with tab fixed odds. Uh, was around the eight dollar quote into six dollars fifty. Uh, now, uh, how are we going to attack the quarter, Ben? Yeah, quarter today. Um, going to go the old four, 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 four for the quarter today. So uh, one, five, six, and twelve in the first leg. Seven, eight, ten, and eighteen. One, four, five, ten, and three, seven, ten, twelve. Best of luck today, Ben. Thanks very much. Ben Ascari from Racing.com. For all of Ben's tips, jump on to the Racing.com website or tune into their coverage throughout the afternoon at Sandown. We're off to our first break on Sunday Central. We're coming back to talk footy with Ralphie.